Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. It's the Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. We're bringing you the news in real time, like live radio, but on your schedule. Here's the latest. The leaders of the Czech Republic, Poland, and Slovenia are traveling by train to Kyiv to meet with Vladimir Zelensky and offer financial help. It's a pretty brave thing to do after days of Russian bombing of military and civilian targets around the country's capital. Kyiv is under curfew until Thursday morning. A veteran Fox News cameraman has died while reporting in Kyiv. The network announced Pierre Zachevsky was covering the war with correspondent Benjamin Hall when their vehicle was attacked. Hall was injured and is still hospitalized. In an email to staff, the CEO of Fox News says the 55-year-old Zachevsky was an experienced and accomplished journalist who had covered conflicts in Afghanistan and Syria. President Biden is expected to travel to Europe next week to meet with NATO leaders to discuss Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The plan isn't solidified yet, but Biden is expected to meet other world leaders in Brussels. A Russian TV editor who interrupted a live news broadcast Monday night appears to be safe and is in a Moscow court, according to her lawyer. Marina Ovsianakova ran behind the live newscaster shouting, stop the war, and carrying a large sign that read, they're lying to you. The live program quickly cut away from her and she was detained by police. The most prestigious award in architecture has gone to a black architect for the first time in history. Diabeto Francis Carre accepted the Pritzker Architecture Prize today. Born in Burkina Faso, West Africa, Carre is known as a starchitect and famously designed the Nobel Peace Center in Oslo and the National Museum of African American History and Culture in D.C. Coming up, we break down the latest troubles at Disney and its slow embrace of LGBTQ storylines. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybrid work. Lawmakers in Idaho have passed an abortion ban, which, like a controversial Texas law, prohibits abortions after a fetal heartbeat is detected, which is around six weeks and before most people realize they're pregnant. Key differences from the Texas ban, Idaho will allow abortions in the case of rape or incest, but only if the person seeking the abortion can produce a police report. The bill also allows family members to sue abortion providers for a minimum of $20,000 up to four years after the abortion. The bill is awaiting Governor Brad Little's signature. 
COVID cases are rising again. I know this is not what you wanted to hear. Experts are pointing to the stealth subvariant of the Omicron strain, which, unlike the original Omicron variant, is harder to detect in current PCR tests. Danish scientists say the stealth subvariant is 1.5 times more transmissible than Omicron and is already overtaking it. Cases have shot up in the UK and Europe. In Germany, it's responsible for over half of all new cases. In the US, it's been detected in all states and makes up around 11% of cases. That number is expected to rise. Police in Washington, D.C. say they arrested a suspect early this morning in the shooting deaths of two people and the wounding of three others in New York City and D.C. The victims were all people experiencing homelessness who were sleeping on the street at the time they were shot. According to the police, the arrest happened soon after they released a clear facial image of the suspected gunman. To deal with the global chip shortage, Ford says it will begin selling cars to customers with a new set of options. You can wait longer for your vehicle or get it sooner without some non-safety features. For the Ford Explorer SUV, customers can save $50 if they choose to forego a fuel-saving feature, or they can sacrifice rear seat temperature controls, which can be added in later once the necessary chips become available. Leaders of the far-right Proud Boys and Oath Keepers met in a parking garage the night before the January 6th insurrection, and it was captured by a documentary film crew. That's according to info released by the Department of Justice on Monday. Enrique Tarrio is due in court this morning on charges of conspiracy to obstruct Congress's certification of the 2020 election results. The new evidence makes the strongest connection yet between the two far-right leaders and their planning of the riot. If there's one thing you're probably not thinking about, it's insect sex, and even worse, horny insects. But this insect story could have a happy ending. Researchers have discovered that male murder hornets, much like male humans, can be lured to their death with sex. Those invasive giant hornets pose a great risk to the world's honeybees, their prey. But by harvesting the queen's pheromones, scientists have been able to entice the horny hornets into their deadly traps. Dave, lots of news out of Disney. Oh, yeah. The company has been in the hot seat recently around LGBTQ issues. Yeah, Disney has been in the news a lot because of its response to Florida's Don't Say Gay bill. And CEO Bob Chapek is floundering as his employees accuse the company of cutting LGBTQ storylines. The past couple of weeks prove Disney is at odds with itself. For one, Disney is branded as an LGBTQ ally and a progressive corporation, but its employees are telling a different story. Yeah, and I want to break all of this down for our listeners. So let's start by introducing Bob Chapek. Uh, Chapek is the relatively brand new CEO of Disney. He started in 2020, just weeks before the pandemic started. He took over from Bob Iger, who was really beloved and who held the post for 15 years. Now, Chapek is facing extreme criticism, as you said, Dave, for his response to what's known as Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill. Right. And for those who don't know, this bill limits what educators and teachers can say about LGBTQ topics in Florida classrooms. It's already passed through the state's House and Senate. It's now waiting to be signed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who's already signaled his support. But this bill has gained a lot of criticism, and many say that this is going to harm young people who identify as LGBTQ. Exactly. So it came as a surprise that Chapek released a statement early last week saying Disney would not condemn the bill because, quote, corporate statements do very little to change outcomes 
or minds. Yeah, that quote really did not sit well with employees at Disney. It also really didn't help that Disney has donated money to every Florida lawmaker who signed the Don't Say Gay Bill. Yeah. So it really makes sense that for the next couple of days, tensions simmered across the corporation. Employees took to social media to vent. Disney animation writer Ben Seaman posted this video on Twitter reflecting on his own experience as a gay teen. Luckily, I had a teacher that was very kind and talked to me about it and let me know that there wasn't anything wrong with being gay. And it made a huge impact on my life. In Chapek's statement, he said Disney already tells diverse stories, but employees took particular issue with that point. Yeah, and I have to say, I agree. And I have the receipts because sure, there are some great LGBTQ shows under the gigantic Disney production umbrella like Pose and Modern Family. Mm -hmm. But people argue and I'd argue that most of Disney's LGBTQ plots and themes are only like hinted at. Uh, Pixar, yeah, for example, which is owned by Disney, has very small LGBTQ storylines. For example, the female character Spectre in Onward kind of offhandedly nods to her sexual orientation. It's not easy being a new parent. My girlfriend's daughter got me pulling my hair out, okay? And then there was the movie Luca, which follows two sea monsters who become best friends. And there are a ton of think pieces online saying the movie is queer-coded and is actually a metaphor for two young boys falling in love. To set the record straight here, our producer Frank wants everyone to know that he hated Luca. (laughs) But also, there was no mention of gay themes at all. Mm -hmm. Our producer said that he is sick of seeing subtle storylines that only hint at gay characters. And I'm with him. Where are the lesbian Disney princesses? Where are the gay fairy tales? It it just feels like Disney is saying gay people can be gay, but only if they're subtle about Mm -hmm. it. Even John Oliver has noticed a problem with Disney claiming to be progressive, but having little to show for it. But is this really a path that you want to go down, Disney? Because you are the same company that's coded basically every villain in your movies as gay. So all of this came to a head when employees at Pixar wrote an open letter accusing Disney of stripping all of its storylines of LGBTQ themes. So Chapek was forced to respond. So during a shareholder meeting last Wednesday, he said that Disney condemns the Don't Say Gay bill. He also said that Disney will donate $5 million to the human rights campaign, which, according to Gizmodo, is 0.000034% of Disney's net worth. So the human rights campaign rejected the donation, funnily enough, and told Disney to take more meaningful action. Oof. Ugh. Yeah, and then employee tensions kept rising last week until Chapek apologized directly to his employees. He also announced Disney will suspend all campaign donations in Florida. It seems like Disney is kind of at a turning point. Many staffers told Deadline that they're thinking about leaving Disney altogether, and Disney really needs its creators. And some executives Mm -hmm. also told Deadline that they think major change is on the horizon at Disney. I mean, for the LGBTQ employees at Disney and the LGBTQ youth, who consume Disney's content. I really hope that statement is true. And that's it for now. Check back in tomorrow for more of what's going on. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Thanks for spending time with us at The Refresh from Insider.